0: And welcome to episode thirty-three.
1: Welcome back, everyone.
0: Yeah, this is an alliteration podcast. Thirty-three. Thirty-three
1: and what? Like thirty.
0: Just the numbers. Just two threes together. <laughs> just 33.
1: thirty-three. That's it. Yeah, it's been. We're not going to do the whole podcast in alliterations. Actually,
0: it's been eleven episodes since we've done another one of these. You mean 22. the last one
1: being twenty-two? Yes maybe we should just call them like 22 33 44 we'll just we'll just do alliteration episodes and we'll just skip all the ones in between
0: mm, if we did that this episode would be 363 so that wouldn't work i suppose we would just have okay stop let's stop talking about this, this. Part <laughs> where i like
1: to sit here and wait for you to do the math
0: And I'm Jason. And
1: together we believe in intentional dreaming for international living.
0: We left our lives and family in small town Iowa to move overseas.
1: And now as it becomes a reality, we want
0: to share our adventures and our experiences along the way.
1: Let's say the last part together. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> but this is a very special episode of the Funk Travels podcast. Oh
1: yeah? Why is that?
0: Because we're going to talk about food. <laughs>
1: Anything that has to do with food makes it a special episode.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Most – a lot of our episodes contain bits about food, but this one is going to be almost entirely about food. So that makes it the best. What can we say? And don't I deserve the best.
1: (laughs) You do deserve the best, babe.
0: Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) That's from Beauty and the Beast. It took me a while to realize what Gaston says in that song. He said, "Belle's the most beautiful girl in the village. That makes her the best." <laughs> that's funny.
1: That makes her the best because yeah. she's the most beautiful girl, right? And then because he that's what the best.
0: Yeah, and don't die, but that makes her the best. <laughs> anyway.
1: Oh, Gaston!
0: Yep. Is it Gaston?
1: Gaston with an A.
0: Gaston. Yep. Well, it's French. It's French. So.
1: Well. Beauty and the Beast. I really like that movie.
0: Yeah. It was good.
1: And last night we saw uh, Guardian of the Galaxies 2.
0: And one, because we watched one before we went to see two. Yes. And it was my first IMAX movie that I've ever seen in my entire life.
1: I really thought you had been to one before.
0: No. I can't think of another one that I've been to.
1: It's pretty cool because the mall that's close by to us has an imax theater so we don't have to go too far to get an imax experience
0: yeah most of it was just like pretty normal like i I didn't think i mean it's of course it's a huge screen but like that intro thing at the beginning where they do like a countdown five four three that was really cool yeah they like make that the money shot for the whole imax thing mm
1: -hmm. i really thought like the numbers were like two inches in front of my face Everyone mm. else was like reaching out to try to touch it. It was pretty cool. They have to give yeah. you special glasses too. The glasses are like massive.
0: Yeah, I'm not quite sure how it works. Um did you notice if you like tilt your head it goes blurry?
1: Yeah, it didn't work. If you tilted your yeah. head.
0: Yeah, strange. Right, anyway, like this happened. is about food. Yeah. This is about food, not movies.
1: Yeah, food. We can do movies yeah. another day.
0: Yeah. So, this is a little special podcast because we did a couple Q&As, um, and we haven't really done much traveling between uh, the, the last couple podcasts and this one. Oh, so we did. I
1: mean, we did take a day trip. To where? We went to Urla and we went to an artichoke festival.
0: Didn't we talk about that last time? I guess not. That was just last week. Yeah, yeah we can talk about weekend. it. We went yeah, to since an artichoke is-
1: festival, people. Yeah, it is a food
0: festival. It's a food festival, so we can talk about it.
1: Was it just food? Oh well, well, it's an artichoke.
0: Artichoke is food. Yeah,
1: got it, got it. I was thinking like artichoke festival, but also food festival. Basically, Mm -hmm. anything you could think Turkish food wise to make with artichokes, you would make. You would make it with artichokes.
0: Yeah, it was a huge festival. Um, It was about an hour away. And uh, there's lots of people. We went pretty early, and uh, yeah, there's just lots of like booths and stands. It's it's like a farmers market um, in like the ones we would go to in the states would have just like produce and stuff you could buy, but there's also like stands with food and and whatnot. And so there was a lot of foods, and we had a lot of various things, and it was it was really cool. It was hot, um, and was we had a little dog with day. us.
1: Was- <laughs> we had a
0: dog. And it was crowded and uh yeah, but is. it was fun that was interesting. It was a good day, but it was fun yeah
1: um and then, after the food festival, we went to another little small town about twenty minutes away, and called Alachata, and it's known for kind of whitewashed walls and just colorful doorways and uh flowers and window seals and that type of thing and um that was also super crowded. And so we need to go during the week. But it's summer. Summer's come, and people are excited to be out and exploring. So um, it was good, though. Like, I'm glad that we went out and did that and had a day trip. We had a car because we were watching. (laughs) We were also watching a cat that weekend, but we needed to get out to the house where the cat was staying because we didn't have the cat with us because we were watching a dog. Needless to say, we were doing a lot of, like, animal watching this last week. Yeah. Um, So, and we were also able to take a little trip and go that way so
0: yeah one of the cool things that we saw well i saw you didn't actually see it in alachata is that there is um the main mosque in in alachata used to be a church like a a greek orthodox church and uh it looks like a church on the outside that's kind of how we knew and we looked it up uh and on wikipedia um and read a little bit about it but what's really interesting and i went into the the mosques to check this is that um, most churches that get turned into mosques, they just like whitewash all of the walls and turn it in just like a pretty boring looking building if there was paintings or murals or whatever they would just get rid of everything but for some reason i don't know what the reason is they left the greek orthodox like altar which is this like huge wall um full of like paintings and stuff um they well, it's they're like gates, doors. Anyway, it's kind of hard to explain. We can put a picture. But for some reason, they didn't tear it down. They just put a big curtain over it. And you can easily like just walk behind the curtain and look at this thing. And so I went into the mosque and there's – it was kind of an off – it was off hours, um, and so there was only there was a couple people in there praying, doing like the whole Muslim prayer thing. Um, and then <laughs> the, namaz, I, I,
1: the whole Muslim prayer thing is called the namaz.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then I walk, I just walk behind this curtain, and there's all these pictures of saints, Christian, Greek Orthodox saints, and um, you know this like the front of an Orthodox church inside the mosque. Really interesting. It was really interesting
1: yeah I didn't go in and see it, but I saw your pictures and it was it was pretty cool yeah we didn't seen, think oh I've never seen one that's kept any of the things like that intact
0: yeah the this mosque had a separate entrance for the women, and we kind of just figured that she couldn't come in with us um but once after I came out and was explaining to her like this big tour group came and both the men and the women went in the same door, so she probably could have, but she would have been the only girl in there when i went so it would have been it would have been a little strange
1: yeah but it was it was cool because we we were sitting at a little cafe having um like sharing some french fries and drinking some turkish coffee and uh we just happened to look up and i was like i think that was a church i think that's a church right there and then realized, like that's when we looked it up it was just kind of funny yeah. you wouldn't have really noticed it if you passed um, maybe we, the way that we passed by, if you weren't looking up, then you wouldn't have noticed it because there was a really big wall. Um, yeah. But. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was cool. We just happened to be sitting down at this little cafe, um, kind of relaxing, and we were looking looking around and like, oh, that looks like a church. Like,
0: Yeah, it was cool. It was, it was cool. Really cool.
1: It was a really fun day of exploring.
0: Yep. Okay. So this is what we're going to do today. Um in previous episodes we have hinted at or talked about a little bit Turkish food but we haven't had a like a full full out conversation you know explaining and talking about different foods and so when we were trying to think of topics to talk about today um we had the idea why don't we do our top Ten favorite Turkish foods and uh, so we each made a list of what our top 10 foods are and we haven't shared them with each other and so we're going to go through the list now and talk about them and hopefully there will be some of these that either um, you can make at home or uh, if there's a Turkish restaurant nearby uh, you can go and try them because they're all delicious
1: yeah they're they are good
0: one thing I will say um before we start is that the other day we were out with some some new friends we just met them um both both are Turks and and we were talking they asked us if we liked turkish food and I didn't mean to be insulting but I, it kind of came off insulting was that like I told them that I thought turkish food was all just kind of the same And what I meant was that like there's not a ton of variety in Turkish food, but they're compared to like in America where do you want Mexican or do you want Chinese or should we get Italian or should we get pizza or just hamburgers? Like it seems like there's this huge cultural array in America of of food, but here there's just like only Turkish food and very little um, other restaurants that aren't strictly Turkish. And, uh, and that's kind of what I meant. But as I was going through, I was just reading a list of different Turkish foods to try to make my top 10. I realized, actually, there's, there's quite a lot of variety um, between, between Turkish foods. And I was having a little bit of a challenge to narrow it down to my top 10, but I managed.
1: I would say that for the majority of foods that are cooked in restaurants... Um, Like, some of the bases of the spices are all the same. Like, they all, most of them use salcha, onion, red peppers, green peppers. Like, that is, like, almost in every single meal. But some of the, like, even in the kebabs. But then there are some foods that are, like, not main course dishes that do have some extra. That are different. Yeah, But I feel like every single week uh, when we do – because I do a cooking class with a Turkish lady um, along with my German friend. And it's, I just know that I have to have, like, these four or five things in my house because they will be put in almost every single dish that we make. Not the desserts, yeah. but, like, any of the actual, like, main
0: course dishes. Yeah. Actually, no, I didn't get any desserts in my top ten. Did you?
1: Really? Yes, babe. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I didn't... I just... I my i had my list. Dessert. I had my list and then I thought, oh, I didn't do any desserts. And I looked at the desserts and I'm like, I can't move any of these. I'd rather eat any of these than any of the desserts. And so...
1: I will have to say that if there's any Turks out there listening, I'm sorry. The The desserts are just not... um. They're just not my favorite. Most of them are not. And most of the ones that I love aren't Turkish. Like... They've brought really? in, well, I've got, like, two on there that uh, are
0: Turkish. Well, we'll talk about them. Yeah, yeah we'll talk but, about
1: them. But, I mean, them. Most, of them are, most of them are, like, tiramisu. And tiramisu is not Turkish, but they'll make it here. Um, yeah. So, I, like, almost wrote it down so that I could, like, fight with you about it. But then I was, like, it's not Turkish. Like.
0: No, it's, it's not. It's not
1: Turkish, so I can't put it down as like, a Turkish food.
0: So, yeah, it wouldn't count. Right. Okay. Let's start with number 10. Okay. How should we do this? Should we um, just do both of ours? Do number ten, probably. You well, go first.
1: Wait, 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 wait. Is uh-huh. ten like our most favorite? Or no, 10's tens, tens,
0: ten's the least favorite. But least these favorite.
1: are if it made it on the list, it means that it was important enough for us. To yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Right. So, our, so it is it is the least favorite of the ten favorites. Right. Yeah.
1: Who do you want to start? Or you want me to start? No, you go first. You okay. go first. My number ten was chocolate baklava.
0: Chocolate baklava. <laughs>
1: Okay. Uh, Because, okay, I almost, I didn't put it higher on the list because, one, technically I should like regular baklava more than chocolate baklava, but I love anything with chocolate in it
0: most. And apparently people, some people call it Obama baklava (laughs) because Obama ate it when he was here or something. But it's Uh. a fairly new, as far as I know, it's a fairly new... Thing.
1: Right. And so like, I feel slightly guilty that I wrote chocolate bo- baklava because technically it should just be baklava. Like chocolate baklava is more of a, like it's transitioned into this for like tourist
0: people. Yeah. Foreigners like chocolate. So let's stick it in right. our baklava.
1: Right. So um, baklava is number 10 on my
0: list. Do you want to explain what baklava is just in case anybody doesn't know?
1: Yeah. Baklava is basically... Like thin layers of pastry or like dough like super thin um and you like layer paper it cake. paper thin paper thin, which is why people say it's ho- so hard to make like hand make most of most people get um the dough from like a the store or something they don't hand do it at home because it's just so thin it has to be so thin, and they just layer like layer and layer and layer these thin pieces of dough and then they. In the middle of these layers, they'll put like a, maybe a layer of pistachios, like ground up pistachios or, uh, walnuts or whatever in the middle of it. And then they will end up putting this like honey syrup or sugar syrup over the whole thing and they bake it in the oven. Uh, I think they bake it in the oven. They cut it, they cut it in like these little diagonal squares. So you end up getting these like diamond-looking shapes, and then they pour, like, this honey syrup over it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Really good. Yeah. Most desserts
1: here are, like, some dry pastry that they bake, and then at the end, they pour, like, a sugar syrup over it. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's it.
0: Okay. My number 10, Mm -hmm. Merjamek Çorbası. Mm, That one is good. So, this is Turkish for lentil soup, and I didn't... I put this on there because... It's it's kind of a stand-in for just kind of a variety of soups. There's lots of soups. This is my favorite of the soups. And while I don't eat it a lot, it's always very good. They use red lentils um, and make just this really kind of creamy, delicious soup out of it. And you can put lemon juice usually in it too and some pepper, red pepper flakes. Delicious. It's a, a great little... Uh, starter or something i don't know i don't know if people really eat it so much during the summer but definitely during the winter it's good
1: yeah we made it like once a week or we made some type of soup like that with lentils in it this winter
0: mm-hmm. all right
1: number nine number nine
0: should i go yeah goes lame goes lame. so goes le is they they ha- for tourists, they give these things like weird names. Um, and so they call this like Turkish pancakes or something. Or but,
1: Turkish, um, crepes. Uh, yeah. Or I would say like Turkish, um, quesadillas. That's what I would call
0: Quesadillas. Them. Oh, yeah. So it's a, like really thinish dough. Um, and they put stuff inside of it. Um usually we would get you can get like potatoes or eggplant um or cheese. Um there's lots of different things but but just like a really thin layer and uh and it's on this weird um spherical spherical round grill. Round, round grill round round grill. Round the, grill the, the- but
1: it's curved on top so it's like oblong. Is that what it is? Yeah.
0: Not oblong. <laughs> spherical I think. Anyway, they the old it's always like old women who who make them at the markets or in the stores or or whatever, and so it's it turns out to be this like you could, a big quesadilla is kind of what you would think, but it's not as thick as as a quesadilla is, um, and you just kind of roll it up or fold it up and eat it. It's really good. Um, though I did see on there was like a one of those food videos on. Facebook, like, look at this food, and they had like, it was in New York people making this gözleme, and it looked like nothing, like, and they called it like a Turkish burrito, and they were this, they were making these huge cheesy things that looked amazing, but, and they were calling it gözleme, but there's nothing like anything we could get here. No, because um, when they put when do really good, here, it's
1: like, they're like sprinkle stuff in the middle of it so most of what you get is not like it's not meaty it's not heftiness no. inside of it it is pretty yeah. thinly scattered stuff
0: yep that's my nine mm-hmm. what's your nine
1: uh bayti kebab
0: bayti kebab i know it's yeah, I it is
1: like moved down my list quite a bit because i haven't been able to get really good bayti kebab here and apparently bayti kebab is not the same everywhere in turkey yeah um and I would know that because I ordered it in Adana and it was not what I thought it was supposed to be. Um, Or what it was like in Istanbul or something. And so, basically, beiti kebab is a type of kebab. And they put slightly, slightly different ingredients in the mixture. They grill the kebab and then they wrap it in a, like, tortilla type thing. And then they'll cut it. Um, into like little inch slices and, uh, organize it in a circle <laughs> on your plate and then pour like a tomato buttery sauce on top and then put yogurt in the middle, um, mm-hmm. of the circle. Um, and in Adana, all they gave me was like a kebab. And so uh, there's a few different meanings here for what a beiti kebab would be. But that's my number nine because I still really like it if I can find the places that serve it in the way that I fell in love with it.
0: Yeah, that's good. I have I have a different kebab a little higher up on the list, and I was going to talk about kebabs there. Um, but, but we'll talk about it here because I think before I really came to Turkey, and even now, I think Americans, when they think of a kebab, it's a lot different than, than what we – now call a kebab and i think people think a kebab is like a shish kebab and a shish kebab is when you have like chunks of meat like somebody would take a steak and cut it up and then a chicken and cut it up and just stick these things on a skewer and that's like what a kebab is and you can get that here it's just called a shish kebab Normally, these kebabs, like the one in the bayti kebab or the one I'll talk about later, um, it's like ground meat. So, you take like hamburger meat and spice it and then make this long tube or something and stick it on the skewer. And so, it looks like a long rectangular meatball. Basically, And this is what just the, the tea kebab is. Um, and a lot of the other kebabs actually are with ground meats instead of the like chunks of meat.
1: Yeah. So basically the keb- kebabs are just like one long, long strip here.
0: Um, on a sheet.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. and it's really good. Uh, so number eight actually was goes May for me. Um, uh, oh, okay. right. yeah. I, I specified, um, potla john goes, goes l and that's eggplant gauzlamay. So it's basically cooked eggplant that they sprinkle in the inside of these um uh, And yeah. it's just like the best thing ever. Um it so can be. I was specific about my gauzlamay. Um because yeah. I did I maybe they've always served eggplant gauze here, but I didn't have it when I lived here before. And so I usually I don't get gazleme unless there's like eggplant gazleme because mm. that's what I like.
0: You can get, I mean, we get like potatoes sometimes. Yeah. Potato gazleme, yes, and that's really good. <laughs> Fill it with this like spiced mashed potato mixture.
1: Yeah, but here it seems to be offered yeah. at quite a few places. So like I don't mm. usually have to wonder is there going to be gazleme john – I mean potlajon gazleme at this place. Maybe it's not it anymore
0: because I think eggplant is kind of out of season right now. Well, maybe, maybe,
1: yeah, maybe it was maybe like a it's winter. Seasonal. Yeah. So, anyways, I was I like gazpacho. I usually like it with eggplant in it, and I used to be kind of picky. But I was like, oh, this would be much better if I could get like ranch dressing and put on it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, gross. Well,
1: it was kind of. It just kind of reminded me of like a pizza or something, or like a mm. case. It just reminded me of something that you would dip in ranch. I mm-hmm. had ranch problems when I first moved over here, the like the first time. Okay, yeah. Moving on, what's your number eight?
0: Llama June. Llama mm, June. Llama June. Um, and so back to these like touristy names. This is called Turkish pizza, um, but it's not. There's other things called like pides. I don't know if these are on your list. The, those are like Turkish pizza in my book because it's my like. List. It's not on my list either. It's like pita bread in the shape of like a long boat. And they put toppings and then a bunch of like creamy cheese. And so that's like a Turkish pizza. But for some reason, they call the Lama the Turkish pizzas. And so what these are, it's like really thin dough into the shape of a pizza, like a big circle. And then they put a really thin layer of usually this really fine ground lamb or beef and some tomato sauce mixture, um, spread it over the, the dough and then baked it. And then the way you eat it is you kind of roll it up into like a, looks like a burrito. You roll it up into a thing and you can put some lettuce and, uh, lemon juice in it and eat it. And it's it's quite good. Um lately though I haven't been getting them because it's they seem expensive for for what they are. Compared to like the other things cuz you would need a couple of them. They're not like super filling like one on their own. So you'd have to get two or or something like that and they are a little more expensive than than I'm used to. So I don't get them a lot, but they're really good.
1: Hmm. Um let's see. Number 7.
0: Mhm. What's your 7?
1: Seven is dun Chorbisa. Um, it's basically I think they call it the wedding soup.
0: Hmm.
1: Um and I think it's because it's a little bit more expensive to make. Um but I fell I just learned how to make it maybe a month or two ago and I fell in love with it. Basically. Really? Yes, you had it. You had it, and you were like, "That, that was delicious." So <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember, okay. um, but basically, it didn't
0: make it on my list. Oh. I,
1: yeah, well, I mean, it makes sense. Marjoramak chorba made it on your list because I don't make yeah. this all the time. I don't even think I've made it since since we had it that time. So basically, you take the lamb meat, um, and you have to cook it for a really long time, like you have to boil it because then the broth kind of it makes a broth and then you keep cooking the lamb for quite a while um, because it makes it really really soft and then eventually you pour in like milk and um, some other types of spices and sauces and it makes a really really good like lamb creamy soup and it's because Mm. it's got like this lamb uh meat that's been boiling in the water for a really long time so it's made out of the broth from that and then you take the meat from those lamb pieces you take the the meat and of course you throw the bones out but you then like cut the meat up really small and put it back in there um and it makes a really cream there's not a lot of creamy uh soups but this one has like milk in it and some other like and uh butter in it too so there's milk products, and then also this lamb, which is just a little bit more pricey to use as a soup. Anyways, mm. that's why. That made that made my number seven, and I might have to make it again this week now that I'm thinking about it. It was so good.
0: Yeah. My number seven was an Adana kebab. And so this is what I was talking about before when she was talking about it, the Bidi kebab. It's just kind of a long, thin piece of uh, ground meat. And the the Adana kebab is known for spicy. Um, Adana is a region of the country of Turkey and they're like more spicy foods. And so the Adana kebab is supposed to be spicy, though I don't know that I've really had one that's super spicy. And in fact, the Adana kebab is the first food I ever ate in Turkey. And I remember this because when we came, we went out to dinner for the first night. This was um, years ago when I came over. And my brother had told me that the Adana kebab was his favorite food. And so I ordered it um, on his recommendation. And it was fine. Um, I I don't remember being (laughs) super impressed with it. Um, And that's why it's number seven on my list. I thought
1: about like all Turkish food when I came over because I was like, I don't really like kebabs or grilled hamburger meat i mean i did but and then i said i don't really like rice and i don't really eat a lot of bread and so like there's all these things that i was just like not impressed with when i first came over and now i'm like i'll take that and that and that (laughs) every time we go out
0: yeah so that's my number seven
1: okay number seven
0: okay now we are number six and i don't I think you'll have number six, my number six on yours, but I bet it's going to be way higher on the list. But, so, oh, really? Yeah. So why don't you go first with your number six?
1: Okay. okay. Um, my number six is mezze.
0: Meze. Meze and fish. I almost put like, that on the list, yeah.
1: It's like a mule here. so, And mezze, you don't just get one mezze. So mezze are like appetizers. Or like little dips, like Turkish version versions of appetizers and dips that they dip and like use bread to dip in or just eat it by itself and mm-hmm. some of them have quite a bit of oil in them. Um, but most of them are pretty healthy. Like some type of vegetable mixed with yogurt or another vegetable mixed with like cooked or mixed with oil and some spices and yeah. um like mashed
0: just, eggplant. Mm.
1: Yes, those are so good. So, basically, there's a special restaurant, and they only do mezze. They usually do mezze and fish. Um, and it's called Raka Balik. So, you go out and you drink Raka, you have fish, and then you basically just order mezze. Um And like usually, there's more than, like, 10 to choose from. Some of the bigger restaurants will have, I don't know, like, Lots 40 or 40. Yeah options to choose from. It's kind of crazy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and so rakka is a alcoholic drink that tastes like black licorice. And
1: uh I do not like it. Yeah, it's because just, I don't like black
0: licorice. It's just a special restaurant that you have fish and rakka and then these messes and You can have
1: wine. You can have wine and fish or you can have rakka and fish, but you cannot have beer and fish.
0: Uh you do not sell beer. Yeah, traditionally at the, at the fish place. Yeah, traditionally you just drink rocca.
1: Right. So the meze, I I just said meze is like a general term for like I really
0: like it. Yeah, they're good. Okay, my number 6?
1: Mhm.
0: Cavolta. Mm. Is that on your list?
1: It is, but you're right, it's much higher on my list. Much
0: higher. <laughs> yeah, cuz you like it a lot more than I do. Why but don't I love it. Why don't we just Wait until we get to it on your list then.
1: Okay, so I should do my number five then?
0: Yeah, let's go to number five.
1: Okay, Uh, this is one that I didn't really like or know about before. Maybe I knew about it, but I just didn't have enough people give it to me because I definitely didn't cook it before. Um, But I love it now. And it's basically um, dried they use dried eggplants, and they stuff them and make, like, a dried eggplant dolma. So, it's called kuru John dolma, so something like that. And it's basically, like, for, they, they have this dolma pepper here, so stuffed peppers, stuffed eggplant, um, but... And stuffed like grape leaves and you make this like riced rice mixture it can sometimes have meat sometimes not um and then you stuff the inside of like fresh peppers with this uh, this mixture but you can also get uh dried peppers dried red peppers and dried uh, eggplants on like a string and all you have to do is steam them, and then you can stuff them with the same rice mixture and then cook them on the stove and I found that I love the taste of the dried eggplants with this rice mixture stuffed in them um and i we made it with our our Turkish cook here, and I just like fell in love with the recipe,
0: so yeah, they were really good.
1: They're so good. And my neighbor downstairs, our neighbor downstairs, she makes it like once a week or once every other week. And she always brings it up to me. So I don't even have to do the work. Like, I just know eventually if I wait long enough, she's going to bring me some. (laughs) Yeah. And it's so good.
0: Yeah. That is good. My number five is Gara Kufte. Is Gara? Yeah. Like. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. it means grilled. Um and kofte is meatballs. So they make these these meatballs and grill them and you they're can kinda like flat meatballs. Yeah, and you can eat, you eat it you either with rice or you eat them with bread and they're just they're just really delicious. So I don't have too much to say about it, but really good. I
1: am not I'm not a huge fan of kofte. Like I don't I don't ever want to order it whenever I go out. But we got kofte from, like, kind of a fancier store um, at the mall called Macro Center, and they actually had a packet of, like, kofte that we grilled ourselves at a friend's house, and that I loved. That was really good. And so I'd take that any day. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't usually like kofte in a restaurant.
0: Yeah. I think it's good. Sometimes I just want kofte. Yeah. Okay, number four. Mine okay. is Manta.
1: Oh, that's my number four, too. Wow.
0: We're winners. We finally
1: got one. Okay. We finally got one that Do you was want, the same.
0: You want to explain what it is?
1: Uh, Sure. So, Manta is like a homemade dough that's um, rolled out really flat. And then they cut them into these really small squares. And they make a, a ground meat mixture. And they put like... The teeniest little bit in the middle of these little tiny squares <laughs> and then you, by hand you like fold them up um so that the top is pinched closed and then later you steam them and it, that cooks the meat and the dough so after you steam them you take the water out and then you put it on the plate And you make a garlic yogurt mixture and you pour the garlic yogurt mixture on top of all these like teeny tiny ravioli pieces. They look kind of like ravioli pieces. And on top of the garlic yogurt sauce, you actually put like another buttery salcha red pepper sauce. And it's it's just good.
0: Yeah, it's really, really delicious.
1: Yeah, it kind of makes me think of like just good comfort food. Like if Turks were to go to like another country and they had to say like what would be a good comfort food, I think this would be a good comfort food for them. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. So that was both of our number fours. So now we're into the top three. Um, so and I bet my guess is one of the top three we have the same, but the other two are different, and I don't know for sure. Okay. Uh, you, I think I know what maybe one of them is. Yeah, we already but know anyway, what one. Of anyway, anyway, yeah. Okay so what's your number three
1: number three is the ali nazik
0: ali nazik yep wow
1: i just realized that like three of my top 10 have eggplant in them so i must like really be in love with eggplant
0: (laughs) yeah so ali nazik was my number two actually
1: oh okay well perfect yeah yeah um you can explain what ali nazik is if you would like
0: all I' seek is delicious, so basically <laughs> what it
1: <laughs> that doesn't explain what it is babe.
0: yeah, so you take eggplant and you grill them or fry them or something, and so you can mash it into this like um it's not like. The consistency of mashed potatoes because it feels a little more liquidy than that um, but it's just like this mashed eggplant that's just really good on its own you spice it put some garlic in it and then you cook um you take some lamb usually or beef and cut it into very small pieces so it's not it's not like ground beef but it's like chopped really small small chunks of beef and you make it into uh, you cook it and make this little eh, usually like oily tomatoey, little bit spicy sauce, and then you put it on top of this eggplant, and just the two together, the meat's just kind of a little crispy, um, super flavorful, and the eggplant is like mellow, and just these textures, and it's just it's just beautiful. The eggplant like has a-
1: like a little bit of a smokiness to it because you. You, in the states, we grilled it, but here they just like stick it over the open flame on the stove. If you have a gas burner,
0: (laughs) it's just like it's like a symphony in your mouth. It's (laughs) it's perfect.
1: It is really good.
0: Yeah, that's why my it was my number two.
1: It does take a long time to make, but it's worth it.
0: So my number three was doner ekmek. Okay, so. Yeah. So we haven't talked about Doner uh, yet and it is a it's very common um in Turkish food and when you're walking down the street you'll see them it looks like this inverted pyramid cylinder or inverted cone of meat and they just shave it off. Um the closest thing we have in the States is like euro meat, if you know what if Euros are, <laughs> which is like a Greek food. <laughs> um the it turns out just like that and ekmek means bread and it, so it's basically a sandwich and sometimes there's just nothing better than uh a sandwich and they just stuff it full of doner and they'll stick some maybe some lettuce or tomatoes sometimes like french fries um and some, and now some mayonnaise like
1: mayonnaise sitting everywhere and so i mm-hmm. always I'm like can you stick a little bit of mayo on that
0: and they get Yeah so much and better. it's yeah really good Really good, so I'm, that is my number three.
1: I'm like super surprised that that is that high up on your list,
0: you know sometimes you just can't beat it because it's just simple and
1: like it's like a, it's like a turkey sandwich.
0: delicious <laughs> delicious <laughs> Alina you know, Zeke was higher, so don't don't be too okay put off by it okay. so what so what was your number two?
1: My number two was Cavalta
0: Cavalta, my number six so your breakfast
1: two. was my number two. And I think, like, I almost think that I just like the act of Turkish breakfast um, because it's kind of similar to, like, an American brunch. Um, Yeah. I think I love American brunch. Like, I just love brunch in general. So, it doesn't – maybe it's the time that I love and I just, like – I like being able to sit somewhere for a while while and there's just shared, like, shared dishes between you and – yeah, okay. so we
0: should say, like, in America, you think breakfast, breakfast isn't a food, it's a meal. Uh, but for Turks, it is a it is a, like a thing. It's this okay. is what you do for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, and so basically, you just have lots of little dishes with cheese, cucumber, tomato, bread, sauces, eggs, um, just anything, peppers, just spread out in this like huge table and everyone just sits around the table and takes, takes what they want and eats and talks. And, and I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast is you don't eat breakfast. You do breakfast. Like the words that they use is they, you do breakfast. And so it's just perfect. And what is your favorite thing about breakfasts?
1: There's a couple of things that they serve mostly at, like cavalta time at breakfast time that makes me love it even more. And the first would be kaymak and honey. So kaymak is basically like it's basically cream. It's thick cream that they have somehow like rolled into like a little Swiss roll and they pour honey over the top of it. And it is just it is, like, one of the best things. It's, like, the most sugary, high-fat thing that you could ever eat all day, and I would eat all of it if I could.
0: Yeah. Sometimes. It's I really did. good.
1: Um, It is so good. Yeah. And the other thing that I love is... I'm drawing a blank. Oh, okay. borey. Uh, basically, it's, like, borek in, like, a really long... Looks like a we cigarette.
0: Yeah, we didn't talk what Borac was. No, but
1: borak is, it's basically you use that thin dough um, that you can find, like the the thin dough, that's rolled out paper thin. Um, you cut it into little triangles, and you stick cheese and parsley, and um, some people put different things. Most of the time, you put like this cheese inside of it and you Mm -hmm. roll it up so it makes this long kind of pencil like um, pastry and they fry it.
0: Yeah. It's It's like a spring roll.
1: It's No it's not it's kind of yeah it's kind of like a spring roll but it's not an egg roll. roll. (laughs) Maybe it's like an egg
0: roll it's like a spring roll like that would be the closest analogy.
1: So they fry it and so that means when it comes out it's like fresh and hot and crispy and then the cheese on the inside just like Oh, it's just so good, and so they usually serve that sometime around breakfast time. And that's mm-hmm. one of my other favorite things at breakfast.
0: Yeah. Okay, so that was that was your number two, right? And my number two was Ali Nazik. So yeah. now we're down to number one. And I bet and it's I, the same. I bet it's the same too. So let's say it on the count of three: three, two, one. Iskinder. Oh, done. <laughs>
1: Okay, I had been wondering, I was like, he hasn't said Iskender at all, and Donair Ekmek makes like number three. Like, I was just really surprised that Iskender had not made it up on your it
0: list. It wasn't on your list at all, though. No,
1: it wasn't. It was on my like secondary list, mm. but um, since we live in Izmir, I had rearranged some of mine to kind of take in what Izmir has to offer.
0: Hmm. Okay. Um, that one got so,
1: that one got crossed out.
0: So I'll explain it quickly. Iskender uses the doner meat that I explained from number three, um, and what they do is they put like chunks of bread, and then put down um, the doner meat, and then put this tomato sauce on top, and then yogurt on top of that, and you eat it all together, and it is it's really good. It's one of my it is on, on this list. Obviously, it's my favorite favorite dish. I would say it's it's not as complex as like the Ali Nazik is that has more like going for it as a dish but Iskander is just like it's just like whole I was going to say wholesome but yeah. I don't know that it's wholesome. It's but I think basically it's like,
1: the Donair Ekmek and you just pour tomato sauce on top of it. No, it's
0: different. It's different. No, it's the same like wheat. No, it's different. It's different. In my book, it's different.
1: It, it is different in the sense that the way they serve it is different. Right. Pam, um, I'm surprised. I, I just thought, I totally thought kunafe would be on your list somewhere. Do you not like kunafe no. anymore?
0: No, I do. It's fine. Um, I would just rather have Isk in there.
1: Okay. Um, so, kunafe is one of my favorite dishes. Apparently, it made it to, like, number one. And I think it's at number one because... There's really nowhere else that I can get really good kunefe. There's restaurants that will serve it. But, like, it's not hard to make. Just there's not a lot of places outside of Turkey that serve really good kunefe.
0: So why don't you explain what it is? So
1: kunefe is a dessert here. And it's basically a certain type of cheese, (laughs) which sounds like it's not sweet. But they put the cheese on the bottom. Actually... They have a – it's like shredded wheat. It's like some type of shredded shredded dough. I say shredded wheat because that's the closest thing people can think about. Um, yeah, like the cereal. Yeah, kind of. And then they mix that with butter and then they press it into a little um, shallow dish, usually a flat shallow dish. Um, It's basically made for cunefe. It's like called a cunefe dish. And in the middle, they'll they'll put slices of this cheese. Um, It's a certain type of cheese. And you have to buy this type of cheese. It can't just be any cheese. And then on top of that cheese, they put another layer of this um, butter and uh, shredded wheat. And then you bake it. And so the butter kind of like melts into the shredded wheat and then the cheese in the middle gets really melty um and then after you i mean you can bake it but we did it on the stove afterwards you make like a syrup a sugar syrup a simple syrup that type of thing and you pour it on top of it while it's hot and then it just gets into like everything so it's like sugary sweet and then when you open it up like the cheese just kind of Is all melted and then there's like the sugary syrup, like shredded wheat on top. It sounds so, like, sounds really weird to Americans who would think, how can cheese be like a dessert? But this is super good. And I have, I've just really liked it for a long time. So, it's like one of those things that I just, I it will always be one of my top, at least my top five of foods that I love in Turkey.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it is definitely good. Um, and it's probably one of the most unique things. Like a lot of the other food on the list, we have similar things in America, you know, meat or bread or rice or whatnot. But this is kind of its own thing. We don't really have any desserts that have cheese in them. Um, it is it is a unique thing. And I agree with you that it is it is very good. Yeah, and so I apologize for it not being on yeah. my list. Yes. Yeah, I apologize, but <laughs> but I was happy. I'm still happy with the the quality of my yeah. my list. And
1: I can say Iskander didn't make it onto mine. So
0: yeah, so, so we're even.
1: Um, yeah, so those are kind of the top ten, and I'm pretty pleased with my list. I don't know if I would change anything on there.
0: Yeah, I think I'm pretty pretty good with mine too. Kind of near the bottom, they get. There's a lot of other ones that maybe you would be able to get changed around, but definitely in my top five or top six are solid, there's solid only, answers. There's
1: only one other dish that I didn't ever have the first time living here that I love having in Izmir, and that would be the fried, um, well, one fried fish sandwiches. So it's like. It's just called a fish sandwich. And then the uh, fried ham Is it ham
0: It's
1: basically like the little know. the little tiny fishes that they fry. And they, like, they'll fry all these little bitty fishes and, like, put them in a circle on your plate. And you pour lemon over them. Um, and everything in, like, the bones are just so soft that you can just eat the whole, like, fish well you leave like the backbone but it doesn't matter if you eat kind of the side ribs of the fishes um mm. and that's another one that i really like too
0: okay <laughs> uh, but it didn't I, make it on the list so. it didn't
1: make it on the list but it was on my it was on my secondary list and the fish sandwich and hamsey is i think it's like hamshi, ham she whatever that one and iskander were like the two that i crossed off whenever i like because i wrote my list and then i went through and i numbered them Mm-hmm. so those are okay. my extra two that would have made, like, 11 and 12.
0: Okay. Well, this is definitely an episode that you should head over to the blog and, and read because we'll have pictures of all of these foods and maybe even some recipes for some of them. But... um there's definitely a lot of really good food here in Turkey.
1: Yes, there is. And so if you ever come and visit us, we will, part of your experience is eating your way through Turkey, not just seeing the sights, but eating your way through um, the different types of food that people love here and we love as well.
0: Yeah, so what we'd love you to do right now is just go over to the blog, um, look at all the pictures, and then leave a comment and let us know which one of these dishes looks or sounds the best, or if you've had them, or if you've been to Turkey, which one you think is the best. Right,
1: or which one you want to try if you came and visited us.
0: Yeah, definitely. When you come and visit us. When
1: you come and visit us. As always, you can find us over at funktravels.com. I have done quite a bit of writing recently and um, I've written about a couple of events that we've gone to, a few holidays. Um, so I'm, I'm writing about once or twice a week over there on the block. So go and check that out. You can also keep up with more daily uh, pictures and kind of updates via our Instagram account and Facebook page and that's at Funk Travels. Um, and we also kind of started up our Twitter and that's at Funk Travels as well. Um, but it kind of is an overflow of Instagram and Facebook. They all kind of say the same things. It just depends on which avenue you like to use the best. And another thing, yeah, well, <laughs> another thing I was thinking about is if you have Instagram and you like Instagram stories, we actually try to do a story or two every day. And so we'd love for you to kind of keep up with us that way as well. Um, If you have any questions, you can always use um, any type of social media to send us a message and we'll try to answer it.
0: All right. And we will talk to you again soon. Thanks
1: for joining us.
0: We're going to go eat some dinner.
1: (laughs) Gule Gule